Spring break may be a little bit different this year, but it doesn't mean that we have to give up the activities that we love. PodVCon Spring Break will give you all the spring break vibes without having to leave your home. March 12th to the 14th and March 19th to the 21st. Two whole weekends of traveling the globe with some of the best podcasters around. And the best part is, it's totally free. Travel with us without paying a dime. Live broadcasts, music, celebrity guests. What more could you want from spring break? The only way to travel is by being a member of the PodVCom Facebook group. That's facebook.com slash groups slash PodVCom. Grab a drink, pull up your favorite lawn chair, and join us from the comfort of your own home or backyard or balcony or kiddie pool. So don't miss out. Join the group today for Pod VCon Spring Break, March 12th to the 14th and 19th to the 21st. Only at facebook.com backslash groups backslash Pod VCon. See you there. Hey, Blackbirds. Welcome to another mini sode. On today's mini-sode, I wanted to discuss a proposed new law set out in Florida named Gale's Law. This law would set in place a system for sexual assault victims to track their sexual assault forensic kits. And this is a huge step forward in the world of forensics, and specifically with sexual assault kits. This would allow survivors and victims to know exactly where their kit is and how close it is to being tested. This is absolutely necessary because there is a major backlog in sexual assault kits throughout the United States. The backlog throughout the country is hard to estimate, but according to the Manhattan DA, it has been reported to be about 155,500 as of January 2019. Among the reasons for this backlog, lack of funding is one of the biggest. Most jurisdictions do not have the budget to keep up with the growing number of sexual assault kits. And this is a huge problem. Not only does it not allow closure and justice for the victims and survivors, but it also allows for a serial perpetrator to commit sexual assaults without consequence. If the kits are not tested, the DNA found in some of them can never be identified. But in 2019... Former President Trump signed into law the Debbie Smith Act, assigning $151 million to test backlogged kits throughout the United States. And now, in Florida, we see Gale's Law, allowing for victims and survivors to track their kits. They will know when their kit is tested or how close it is to being tested. And so where did Gail's law come from? Most of the time we know that new bills with somebody's name probably has to do with the person who warranted this in their own case and now wants it implemented. So nobody has to go through what they went through. And 
It is no different in this case. The law is named after Gail, who is a South Florida woman whose untested sexual assault kit sat on a shelf for more than 30 years. When it was finally tested, the DNA matched that of a serial rapist who had already been put away in prison. Now, as I'm going to get into, had her kit been tested in a timely fashion, there would have been a potential that this perpetrator could not have harmed anyone else after her attack. And that's part of why we need to get to the root of the backlogged system and fix it. Again, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that as we go on here. Kits need to be tested in a timely manner so as not to lose crucial biological evidence, but also to ensure the statute of limitations does not run out if charges were to be brought for a sexual assault. In certain states, the statute of limitations could run out before the kit is ever tested. If victims and survivors have access to knowing in which stage their kit is, or if their kit is even being considered for testing, they can help move their case along. Now, 30 other states have already implemented something similar to this tracking system proposed in Florida. It is an incredibly huge step forward and provides more control to the victim over their case. As we know, sexual assault, rape, anything that falls under that category is not about sex. It is not a crime about sex. It is a crime about control. So every step of the way for a victim or survivor, you want to give them that control back. That control was taken away from them and they may feel as if they are not in control of anything any longer. So if you give them the control back, they'll start to trust again. They'll start to feel more comfortable, less vulnerable, and they'll be able to help more in their case. And it will help start to heal their trauma slightly. So by giving them the information to track their own, ki- their own kit, they'll be able to see what stage it's in. And if they feel like it's not where they want it to be and their case isn't progressing, they then can have that control over it and call up the detective who's working their case or something, their, their lawyer, whatever it is, and get that control back and say, hey, I'm in control of this. I want to know what's happening. Give me answers. We need to move this forward. So it's incredibly important for the the mindset and the psyche and the mental well-being of the victim or survivor, not just to know where their case is, their kit is, but to be able to ensure that they're the ones who have the control over what's happening with it. And so the issue, of course comes back now to funding. Florida cannot seem to find money in their budget to implement a system such as this, and so therefore it's still on hold. Budget funding for anything that has to do with the government is always extremely difficult. Taxpayers don't necessarily want to 
pay more to do certain things. So they have to find the money within what they have already. And sometimes that means that they need to start moving money around. They need to start finding funds that are excessive in certain areas and move them somewhere that they're needed more. I don't know if that's what they're going to do in this case, but it is definitely something to think about. So for you, look into your state's laws, look into the statutes of limitations, and look into whether your state has a sexual assault kit tracking system. Like I said, there are 30 other states, so look into whether or not your state is one of those. As I mentioned before, there is the potential that if a perpetrator is a repeat offender, if a backlogged kit is able to get DNA before that perpetrator is able to offend again, it will cut down on obviously the attacks, but it will also cut down on the time it takes and the money that is spent in order to look further into all of these different cases. Sexual violence is one of the most um, expensive violent crimes. I believe it is the most expensive violent crime um, in the this system in this country. So being able to get the backlogged kits tested in a timely manner hopefully will mean that it's cutting down on the serial perpetrators. If they're able to get DNA and they're able to match that to somebody right away, obviously then they can get that person before they do anything further. Sometimes, obviously, they don't know who the perpetrator is, so they can't match DNA to that person, or the perpetrator maybe uh, this was their first time and uh, there's nothing in a system, there's nothing in CODIS, so they can't match it to that. If that's the case, at least that kit was tested and they have that, and now they can put that into the system. And if that person offends again and they are able to test that new kit, they now can put that DNA with the original DNA and say, yes, this is the same perpetrator and then start to connect the dots there. If all of these kits just sit on a shelf, none of this happens. They can't figure out who this person is. They can't connect the dots. They can't match the DNA, whether it's in the system or just from kit to kit. And they're left wondering, and the case maybe just never goes anywhere. And that's not getting justice for anybody. And that doesn't help in the healing. And it doesn't help for the trauma. So this is such a special thing that is happening. And I'm so proud of Florida for doing something like this. So again, look into your state. See what's going on with these kinds of regulations and protocols. And let us know. Let us know what state you're from and let us know if you have learned something new about what your state is implementing, whether your state has a tracking system or not, whether it has funding, whether it's backlogged. We want to know. So 
get to our socials. Our Instagram, of course, is at Blackbird Advocacy. And let us know what you learned about your state's protocols. So that's all for now. <laughs> I hope this was an enlightening mini-sode. And again, I hope that you'll look more into your own state's protocols and regulations. And of course, Dan and I will be back this weekend with an all-new Psyche Saturday and an all-new Blackbird. You can, of course, find us on our new BiteSize, B-Y-T-E-S-I-Z-E dot M-E slash Blackbird Advocacy to find all of our social medias, all of our merchandise, our website, and where you can find us on podcast platforms. And of course, please send us an email if you or someone you know would like to share a story on Blackbird at blackbirdadvocacy at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening and will uh, be heard by you this weekend. Thanks, guys. <laughs>